I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH in Boston. Kony 2012 is still going strong. The video about the Ugandan warlord Joseph Kony has gotten 83 million hits on YouTube since it was posted two weeks ago. It's generated a lot of controversy for being oversimplified and inaccurate. The video is designed to get young Americans to care about a distant conflict, the case of Joseph Kony, who's accused of abducting tens of thousands of children and turning them into soldiers. The world's Jason Margolis talked to some young Americans at an eighth-grade history class at the Cambridge Friends School, a private school in Massachusetts, to find out what students there think of the film and its message. Have a seat, mateys. Nearly all of the students in Darcy Hoyt's classroom were familiar with the Kony 2012 video. Several had already seen it. It was the top video on YouTube, and a lot of the time, like, I browse around YouTube, you know. For the students who hadn't yet seen the 30-minute video, Hoyt played it in class. Who are you to end a war? I'm here to tell you, who are you not to? Here's the gist of the movie. Jason Russell, a 30-something filmmaker in San Diego, shares a first-person account of his visits to Africa and his activism back home. The film is really about Campbell and his efforts to raise awareness about Joseph Kony, and less about Kony himself. And the classroom discussion was much more about the film and the filmmakers than about problems in Africa. The way the video is, it totally gets you in the sense of, wow, I could be part of something bigger. The film and the cause is so inspiring because it's so reachable to us. It's very hypey. It's, it's got solid color, smooth lines. These students have been studying propaganda from World War II, so they were ready to take a critical look at the film. They were both inspired and turned off by it. Take this scene where the filmmaker talks to his young son, Gavin. Can I tell you the bad guy's name? Yeah. This is, the, this is the guy, Joseph Coney. He's the bad guy? Yeah. Did it seem self-indulgent to anybody that he had that whole thing about his son? And yes. he yeah. interviewed yes. his son and I had him do I it? Really I understand, like, the main message, but could he have done that on a more global sense? Like, that no, seemed pretty self-indulgent. So why did he use his son? To make it seem personal. These are real people, like, working on this cause. I, like... I'm telling this to my son that really makes it real. I really felt it was really kind of creepy that he was just saying, like, to his son, he just sat his son down and said, this is the bad guy, this is the good guy. The students also had lots of questions about the finances behind Invisible Children, the organization that produced the film. The movie asked viewers to buy a $30 action kit, a poster, bracelets, stickers, and a T-shirt. The website says by buying the kit, quote, People will think you're an advocate of awesome. On April 20th, everyone is supposed to put up their Kony 2012 posters to raise awareness. I'd really like to do something, but I'm not. I'm not sure how to do it because buy a poster. Why I know. No, but I'm, I'm not going to buy a poster from this company because I've heard t- plenty of people cast doubt on. What, um, what they're going to do. And I feel like it isn't, if I really want to do something rather than just spreading this message, right, I should find someone who, I'm, who I know is actually going to help, not, not someone who I think is just going to try and sell tchotchkes about the movement to other supporters. Still, the students debated whether they should buy a poster for the classroom. There seemed to be a conflict. They didn't trust the filmmaker's organization, Invisible Children, but they didn't want to totally reject the message of the film, that is, stop Joseph Kony. 
One student said he knew the film was deceptive in some ways, but it was raising awareness for a good cause. He struggled with the question: Is that okay? If you're deceiving people, it's you know it, I don't think that it's really okay. And you could say that the ends justify the means, but I think that you really need to draw a line in the sand. The problem that he and many others are grappling with is where is that line? For the world, I'm Jason Margolis.